more about co-housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-housing Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We're developing the first co-housing project in Texas, and we're really glad you found us today. Morning, Kelly. How are you? Morning. Hi, Lynn. How are you? I'm great. Actually, I feel very refreshed today. Ooh. I didn't mention this to you, but our plan to go to New Orleans at the 11th hour was switched to not going to New Orleans. And I was bound and determined once I'd cleared my calendar and packed my bags that we were going <laughs> somewhere. Nice. So what's the easiest thing to do when you live in Houston is just book something on the beach in Galveston. So. Yeah. Yes. Yay. So you're fresh off your beach vacation. Yes. It was just, there's, you know what guys, I don't care what people say about Texas beaches. There's nothing finer than a Texas beach off season. And right yes. now spring breaks over, there was nobody on the beach and you can run for miles and it's just awesome. So yes. Did you see a bunch of birds too? Cause it's oh, yeah. fun yeah, migration yeah. season. How fun. Yeah, I love yeah. 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 So well, I come in uh, not so refreshed because it's uh -oh. Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> Looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> You'll be refreshed tonight. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, good. Well, what do we want to talk about today, Lynn? Well, okay. So I um, have been listening to this book called Dopamine Nation, mm -hmm. Finding Balance in the Age of Indulgence. And mm. it it really speaks to me because I I notice how... There are so many ways in which younger generations, and I don't want to like, you know, call out. And Back in my day. Yeah, yeah. I just hate it, you know. <laughs> um, but I do notice this, how there's a lot of things that have been um, introduced into our life that have made it so much easier for us that then this is what they're talking about in the book, finding balance in an age of indulgence. So many things that have been introduced kind of on the negative side of the, in terms of long-term effect of the equation yeah. have just made people less resilient, less able to deal with any kind of a disruption in their lives or any kind of a, you know, even, even small kind of anxiety inducing incidents can really be magnified and amplified because people just haven't over time um, built up this ability to cope with things not being smoothed out for them. And, you know, yeah. you can get into a whole conversation about uh, helicoptering parent, parents, which I guess has become what they're calling lawnmower parents. So they're not yeah. just helicoptering, but they're lawn mowing the lawn for you. Anyway, <laughs> All of that, you could go on and on and on, made me think about the positive side of the equation and how I feel like in my life, a lot of things have been introduced that really provide an uplift or an assist to me, which frees me up for mental energy or physical energy and capacity to do other things. And I started thinking about like those new cars that help people parallel park, you know, yeah. like it takes the stress off driving by a spot that you think you couldn't manage, but with parallel parking, you can. I don't know that I could park without a backup camera, like for real. Oh. I used to be a terrible, terrible parallel See? parker. Um, but I didn't, I didn't grow up doing much driving. And so therefore parallel parking has always been yeah. somewhat of a mystery. But now with the backup camera and those yeah. little like lines on it, 
I'm awesome. I can get into anything. <laughs> see, there you see, you know what I'm talking about. And then there's the autocorrect where in the old days we were having to plow through dictionaries. I mean, who has a bunch of dictionaries on their desk anymore? Nobody yeah. because, yeah. you know, and in fact, I'm terrible at Scrabble because I can't, well, actually I'm fantastic at Scrabble, but I'm <laughs> always needing to go to the dictionary because I'm like, how do you spell that? Remember this whole thing, I before E, except after C and all these things, I have to bring those forward. Um, and then recently I was on a trip with four, four of us in Colorado and we're all at very different levels of, of, of fitness. Mm -hmm. But we were able to enjoy this entire day out on bikes because we rented e-bikes. And it mm -hmm. gave those who wanted more exercise the ability to turn off the e-bike, those who couldn't have managed some of the hills and the elevation, to just turn on the e-bike. And we all had a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. And as I was thinking about all these things coming into my world that have made my world good, I'm left the dopamine lady on the side. Um <laughs> It made me think about co-housing and how co-housing will also provide that kind of assist or uplift and help, you know, make those rougher times where you, I know you've been struggling with, oh my gosh, we've got three teenagers who need to be in yeah. three different places. And I can't, I can't call in the troops because we don't live right next door to each other. And, you know, by Although, the time- full disclosure and shout out to Jim- he has actually given that assist because we do live close enough to each other and we have kids who go to similar activity. And so we swap off in getting That's the awesome. kids there. So honestly, actually co-housing has already done that for me. Fantastic. Well, that's exact. So anyway, it just made me think about how yeah, I could just take this concept and connect some of these things that everybody outside of this intentional world, you know, and shared economy, shared way of living, um, might be able to connect with what we're trying to bring about in co-housing. It's really kind of like an uplift, if you will. So yes. anyway, that was my, that's my thought for the day. Okay. Okay. I like that. Well, I, the thing that I think is interesting about it is when I look back at co-housing, I think about the things that co-housing uh, imposes on you. Some people view those as the rough edges, like that you're trying to get rid of. Uh, so the one that I always go back to is carrying my groceries in from the car. So mm. let me paint you a picture of three children. One plays the upright bass. Um, and we lived in Causing in Colorado where it snows. And there was a day you have these little carts, you know, out near, you have your own. So, so either they're out near the car or you've left it back near the house. So somebody has to run to the house to go get the cart, to bring it to the car, put your groceries in the cart with the upright base, with three kids, with all of their stuff. And then you have to walk through snow, which has been plowed thoughtfully by one of your neighbors on the bright side. Right. But nice. you have to walk, you know, back to your home. Mm. And that seems, I think most people would be like, I don't want to, that that's too much. Like, no, I couldn't do that. Well, of course, but, of course in Houston, yeah. Everybody, everybody talk, forget about the snow. Right. But our yeah, they'd be like, it's raining, right? It's a hundred degrees. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then a tropical storm erupts yeah. just after you put all your paper bags, you know, out. And yes, yes, totally. Okay. So you can, you can apply it anywhere, you know, but the, the, the rough edge of it is to have to physically go from your car to your home. Right. But now where I live in Houston waiting for co-housing is that my garage, I can pull right in mm -hmm. and I can open the door. And 
within, you know, 10, 10 steps, my groceries are in my kitchen and my garage door is closed. Like everything is in, it is very convenient. It feels convenient, but the lived experience of it is that nothing ever happens to me, good or bad. Mm. So I've leveled out all of the, the highs of like the glorious day when I was walking from my car to my home and the sky is gorgeous and the weather's beautiful and my neighbors are out. When one neighbor would pull her barbecue out onto the, <laughs> onto the walkway and you had to walk past her house to get to like everybody else's house and she would grill and like, you would come home and you'd be like, oh, it's like smells so good. And you know, like everything is lovely and she's standing there and you know, just like people would it's joke. It's like those like, snack ladies in Costco, right? They're yes, offering right? little bites. <laughs> but people would joke, it's like summer camp for adults. Like it yeah. feels that way. It's that, that summer camp feeling mm-hmm. of like, everything's great and it's, everything is beautiful. I miss that right now. I don't get that because all I get is the interior of my garage to my kitchen it's sort of a sterile efficient you give up the highs and you you give up the lows too I haven't had to Mm -hmm. walk through rain to get my groceries in but I would take that for the highs of like what an amazing and glorious day seeing my neighbors and you know having that interaction um I don't want things to be flattened out you know it it, I, I love that makes me think about a conversation I was having with a friend recently where I was telling her that um, I intentionally make some things in my life kind of inconvenient because I yeah. find that more interesting things happen when I do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. and I mean, you know, not planning things out too detailed mm-hmm. sometimes allows room, breathing room for yeah. some new kind of variation on a theme to evolve and um, I, 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 I mean, it takes a certain, a certain kind of confidence in your own ability to deal with whatever comes. You know, it's like kind of like skiing down a, a steep mountain with a lot of moguls, and you don't exactly know the whole pattern of what's coming. Yeah, I think you've got to have exercised well enough and be nimble enough to like, okay, whatever. And even if I spill out, it'll be fine. Yep. Um, kind of a, an attitude towards life. And I, I, the thing that I like about what's evolving in our group is I see people who are coming to this group are, especially at this early stage of formation, it's naturally attracting people who have a little bit more flexibility and a little bit more ability to kind of go, go with less definition. Cause we, I mean, let's be clear when people are asking us, about, you know, well, I got to see the floor plan first. I'm thinking, oh my God, we didn't even have like an architect when we first got going. We didn't even know where we were going to live. We didn't even know where the plan was. We didn't was. even know where we the piece like, of land. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah, you, you know, see the floor plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the dynamic that I think makes it easier. I do think that some people are naturally maybe a little bit more inclined towards that uh, that flexibility. I often joke that my husband uh, is, he has an endless capacity for small talk. He can talk to anyone, anywhere at any time. Right. But not everybody is like that. So when I think about like dancing, um, I have on my, uh, on my Facebook, like the things that I follow is this, like uh, this dance group that they have dances periodically. And I think like, Oh, I want to do that. 
but I've never gone, right? Because it would be me by myself. I can't convince anyone in my family uh, going, it would just be me. And I don't have any friends who are like, oh, sure. Like, let's just do it. Or I haven't like pushed it hard enough to get yeah. people to do it. I was going to say, but you could have asked me because I'm in the similar household. <laughs> exactly. But then one of our community members posted, hey, we're going to go dancing. And like, like 10 of us showed up. It's yeah. so much easier to do things in a group. So that's yeah. the thing of, while co-housing in some ways seems inconvenient that you like, sure, you need to talk to people and you need to interact with people. But what the uplift that it gives to you gives to your life is that you've got a group of people who are interested in doing stuff, who somebody has the courage to just go do it. And you can go tag along with their courage and enrich your life uh, in that way. So I think that that's the second, the, the first element, just like being out, you know, physically, you've got to run into people. And then also you just need to have time to express your interests and a group of people who are willing to do it. Um, and then the third thing I was thinking about Lynn is, um, co-housing intentionally has a smaller footprint. I mean, not mm. all co-housing does, but most mm -hmm. and all new co-housing sure does because of the right. cost of construction. But so you have this intentionally smaller square footage, right. In your house. And because you don't have, you know, endless rooms to do more and more activities or more whatever, you use the common house. And yeah. so while I can hear, I sew a lot. And on days when I sew on my own, I'm just by myself mm -hmm. all day long. And I can listen to podcasts. I can do other stuff, but I'm on my own. I don't run into people. Mm -hmm. um, and I have a friend who sets up, you know, sewing dates. And I've recently met up with a group in town that gets together to sew. Oh, cool! But it's a lot of effort to make yeah, that work, yeah. right? You've got to sync schedules. You've got to yeah. like get your machines there. It's just a lot. And I think about being in the common house where it's just not a lot of work. It's, it's a lot easier mm. to um, to live within those constraints yeah. because then you are able to use a large space. You can invite even people over to yeah. that large space. It's just, it's Well, different. you know, I, I love that because we are triggering for me another thing that I would have put on my list um, if I had thought of it earlier. And that is all of these very clever apps that help us find that space and time where we can all meet up for something. So if I think about doodle polls or Google forms or whatever, like, okay, we all want to get together. I mean, even sometimes just to have our dinner date with more than one other person requires yeah. all of this scheduling. And um, the one of the things that I'm really looking forward to in co-housing, and I've experienced this having lived in intentional communities before, is just all of the wonderful, spontaneous, ad hoc gatherings that happen, you just cannot really appreciate just how much that will happen until you live in that situation. Yeah. And it's just continuous and it's glorious. And I, I just feel like is now, especially kind of post COVID when we've had the initial post COVID phase, it was a little bit like, Oh, we were noticing, Oh, I can't actually make that because I have a dinner date or I, I can't make it. <laughs> but now it's like, I can't find anything for three months on the calendar that lines up yeah. with other people. But I know that if I was living in co-housing, I would be having contact with yeah. these people just because yeah. it would be around the edges. And there's always a 30 minute place in there somewhere for a cup of coffee or a conversation. And yeah. That there's is the uplift I'm really looking forward to as well. Yeah, there's something to also like the um, non-digital communication, I think, too, that happens in co-housing. Um, this is something that we're 
talking about in co-housing Houston about kind of how things will look when we move in, because we are, we're the digital baby of co-housing. Like we've grown up online, our group. Um, but I, I want us, I hope that we will be able to harness the power too of like the post-it note in the common house of like, I'm doing this, come, come with me. There's something very human and very, um, it kind of, your soul responds to that differently than it does to an email out to everybody. Or, um, you know, when you are looking at your common house as a place and a source for information mm -hmm. and for connection, it's different. It moves kind of our, our focus from our computers, from this kind of digital world that we as a group have grown up in to something more tangible. And I'm looking forward to that. I think the comments. Well, you know, I, I think that what you're talking about keeps you more present in the moment, as opposed to having you open up a window into some world that is not really uh in your 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 it's not in the tactile sphere. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, because as soon as you have to you know, communicate via some email, then you're like having to pierce that bubble, right? You have to go into that world mm -hmm. that is not the here and the now. And I saw, I don't know if you were talking about that or Rosemary was talking about um, how you, people signed up for duties, for meals and for participating in meals in the common house. They just had a big blackboard and they circulated it and people just wrote on it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, my gosh, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I will be interested to see whether we can do that because people are so accustomed to the digital side of things that it would be like asking people, well, don't text me anymore. Like, what, yeah. am I supposed to open my kitchen window, shout out right. to the courtyard? What? There's a group text but, but coming yes, out from my window. Yes, there is some of that too. I'll share this story that in the first co-housing community where we lived, there was a family and they had these lovely, lovely daughters. Uh, they had four of them. And they had a an Elkhorn, <laughs> so oh, really? when it was time for the for their daughters to come home for dinner, they would stand on the on the uh, porch and blow the Elkhorn, and you could hear it. I mean, you knew, like, girls, you gotta go, <laughs> like it's time. And so then, when we moved in with three daughters, the community gifted us with a triangle. That somebody had. And so we hung the triangle. So we each had our own sound, which was That's interesting. So the two kind of biggest families with young, you know, youngish kids running around. Um, so, yeah. So when you say like, what am I going to do? Open my window and yell like, actually, yeah, that that is actually how people handle it. And we had access to texting at the time, but that was how people handled it so that kids you know, knew when it was time to come home and the adults around them knew it was time to send them home. You know, if they were in my, in my playroom or in my kitchen, they needed, to you go. know, I, I could just hear the teenagers going, mom, no, that's ridiculous. Just to have that different sound go off on my, on, on, on my, my phone, phone. For yeah. you. like the mom sound. Right. You know, <laughs> so I wonder if co-housing, you know, in our, in our moment where we are thinking about our modern lives um, outside of co-housing, because we're kind of, you know, one, two mm -hmm. feet out and one toe in at the mm -hmm. moment. I wonder if the thing that you and I are longing for and that other people who are looking for co-housing are longing for is a an opportunity to be more present in mm -hmm. your life. And so to create an environment that facilitates being very present in your life, as opposed to um, these kinds of things of our modern life that maybe take us away from being present. So backup cameras. Yes. 
uh, pulling straight into your garage though? Mm, no, that doesn't, mm, not that so doesn't, much, yeah. yeah. So kind of picking yeah. and choosing the things that actually, mm. which I guess the picking and choosing Lynn is what makes you mindful to begin with. Right. Even. Yeah. Though, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I more, more on this, uh, after we're going to have to have a whole new season after we move in a year from now talking yeah. about, remember when we were talking about that, <laughs> Now we text all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That old idea of the triangle? No, the kids vetoed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, Kelly, for jumping in on this uh, little uh, thought for the day that went all over the universe and back. I love it. Appreciate the conversation with you as always. And have a great day. You too. Bye, Lynn. Bye. Thanks for stopping by today. We're so glad you clicked on our episode. For more information about our project, Cohousing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about cohousing, we like cohousing.org. We're active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Cohousing Houston.